Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Callista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. Bridgerton. Bridgerton season two. <laughs> Every been... time I think the name Bridgerton, I hear the Duke's voice when he sees Anthony at the party. <laughs> Bridgerton. Bridgerton. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that was like permanently like embedded in my brain. Like I can't spell smoke correctly anymore. That's a felicity. So oh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> But uh, let's so, talk. So Jen finally watched the rest of the beca- season. Right. Because I was peer pressured on Twitter. Listen. Excessively. We care about you. Into we bad. Want you to experience the greatness that Into is. bad sleeping habits. Here's the thing. When you hit episode six at midnight, you're like, well. I have to keep watching. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm in it. I'm not going to get a good night's sleep. Fuck it. <laughs> We are like it gets really good. Like five to eight is like when it's get when it gets really good. So I'm like, okay. So I did it. I was exhausted. Sorry. How did I do that with Arrow? Like, what was I thinking? Remember when I would stay up till like five a.m. writing Arrow reviews? Listen, I always thought you were crazy. I am so crazy. Always thought you were crazy. You're like, girl, go to bed. I'm like, yeah, exactly. I'm like, it's arrow. It's not I was worth so it. tired. I told Nick, I was like, how did I do this for five years? Just not sleep on Wednesdays and partially on Thursday. He's like, you were exhausted all the time. You That's were why. running yourself into the ground. <laughs> arrow. Nobody, nobody is more happy arrow is over than my husband. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure poor Nick, man, he's been through it. He's like, that show, I tell you what. Okay, Bridgerton. So, wait, are we just, I feel like we have to attack it by character because there's so much going on. There's a so, lot. I think, like, because it's Anthony's season, we got to start with Anthony. Can I just say the actor who plays Anthony? He's amazing. Yes. You really can. took it up a level to a point where it's like almost rude to be that swoony. <laughs> it's like, man. The man understood the assignment. Right. Okay. Could you just like take it down a notch so women will have reasonable expectations of the male species? No. He, 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 I am so impressed with him because he knew his character and he yep. knew what he had to do. Like, yep. <laughs> and he did it so well. I was expecting, like, a lot of people were like, oh, man, I hated Anthony in season one. You know, I'm not looking forward to season two because I don't like Anthony. And I'm like, I'm remembering the book. And, like, he was, he was, it, was it was a different story. Like, I knew that he was good in the book. Mm-hmm. But, like, I wasn't expecting him to come that hard. He came like like a ball of fire. Like he was just ready to like 
just consume the scenes with Kate Sharma. It was just like he like I know Anthony was an intense individual in season one already. Like his personality is somewhat intense and serious. But like he literally looked at Kate Sharma like she was a snack on a plate and I'm gonna eat her. Basically. And he did. And he did. <laughs> he really fucking did. And we were he like, yeah, boy, get it. Yep, get it. I'm like, okay, first question. Okay, so first question. Did you mind that there wasn't as much sex? No. Zero percent no. Because here's here's the thing. Hundred percent no, zero percent wanted more sex. Because here the sex is great, but like there's emotional intimacy and there's physical intimacy. And mm-hmm. season one went extra hard on physical intimacy. And I don't feel like they came as close with the emotional intimacy. This one, they, I don't know how. Like, how did they sit down and be like, you know what? We need more emotional intimacy. And they were able to achieve that. But also, like, they made these little moments, like the sniffings and... yeah. The, 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 the clothes talking and yeah. the hand the touch, they whispers. made those like serious physical intimacy on par with the sex from season one like well I I think the comparison for me really boils down to I think two things there I think that the emotional intimacy I don't know I, I really love the Duke and Daphne but I to me like they did have walls up with each other partly because Daphne and her naivete just was so clueless about marriage and men. And the Duke was just not being straight with her about a whole bunch of stuff. So I think like there was that initial, it very much felt like it was initial attraction and lust. And I definitely think they were in love with each other by the time they got married, but there was so much other stuff under the surface that they weren't dealing with that even when they were having those intimate see- scenes, you knew that the, the shoe was going to drop. You right. know, it's a little bit like Oliver and Felicity got engaged, but we knew they were going to break up. It was like, just drop the shoe. Just drop the shoe, you know? Yeah. So, so there's that. And I think for me, season one sex scenes were very much tied to um, Daphne's virginity right. and her not understanding, like, literally the mechanics. <laughs> so... <laughs> Like, and the mechanics of sex was a huge part of her conflict with the Duke later on the season. So I think you had to have a lot more explicit, explicit scenes, whereas this was just totally like, this was just totally different. Like Kate Sharma's older. She's been around the world a little bit. She's still a virgin, but it's like, she's just, she was a, a grown woman in her, like who knew herself and her power. You know what I mean? Right. Daphne was very much the naive, you know, girl barely out of her leading strings, as the Duke accurately called it. <laughs> like, yeah, that's fair. So I didn't mind it at all either. And I'm glad that they switched it up. Because listen, if you just want to watch porn, go rent a porn movie. You know what I mean? Like, to me, the story is more important. And I really like that the creator was like, we're not just doing sex to have sex. Right. Like, there has to be a point it to the sex. It has to have a point to the story. And, and in listen, season one, there was definitely a point to it. Right. And listen, like, it's still Regency drama. Everybody's not ripping each other's clothes off the second that they meet. It's That's not appropriate in that time frame. You know what I mean? With all of Anthony's I'm a gentleman talk. I'm like, okay, Dan. Um, but, <laughs> like, it's still, they're still somewhat confined to the time in which these stories are taking place. 
Yeah. So I think everybody needs to kind of batten down the hatches a little bit and that these are all going to be slow burns and the sexual side of stuff is going to happen later when characters are more comfortable with each other and they're so in love that they just can't stop themselves. Do you know what I mean? Right. Okay. So It's important to know. I did like this season more. You did? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I don't know if I have a favorite yet. Oh, so much more. Like, mm. it's not even fucking close. Really? Yes. Oh, I'm much more torn. No. I think I, I enjoy Well, I think you, you're a book reader, and you just thought, I know you love the book so much more, the second book so much more than the first. It's not even that, because as you've, I'm sure, no doubt heard, there's a lot of people that are upset because of all the changes. Yeah, I gotta be book. honest, just just the couple changes that they made, I'm completely okay with. No, no, I'm, like, totally, I'm, I'm okay with it too, but no, it has nothing to do, like, if I hadn't even read the books, I still would prefer this season so much more. Like, Well, I think, I think, I think, um, I think Kate and Anthony are more evenly matched. Like, there's a very different power dynamic between the two of them. So it feels more push-pull, whereas Duke and da- the Duke and Daphne, like I said, they're just different. They're just different couples. It's very you know different, I mean? and, it, and it really does come down to, like, personal preferences. Right, right. And I I enjoyed season one. I mean, I'm not mm-hmm. gonna, I'm never going to say that I didn't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a fun time to watch. Mm-hmm. I never really have liked Daphne all that well. Yeah, but then I I didn't really like her when I like I watched season one, then I went and read the book, and I didn't really care for her that much in the book. She's very bland as a character, you know. Which I think we felt that this season without having the Duke to play off of. I don't know. I mean, listen, Daphne's character was I never the one her that better this season. I liked her better. I, I liked her a lot better. But like, I know there was some frustration. I kind of heard rumblings like Daphne's character didn't really have a lot to play off of. And I'm like, listen, she was no. never the snap, crackle, pop. No, in her ship. It's a like, don't don't blame her. Blame don't her blame her because she didn't bring her fire. She's not the fireworks character. That would be the Duke. So that's yeah. why. I'm sure it was fairly devastating to the creator when Reggie Jean was not coming back. He's like, oh shit, I just lost my big firecracker. But that's why it's so great what the actor, is it Johnny? Johnny, he, yes. he what he brought to the table because he ramped up Anthony. I mean, I don't know if someone had to talk with him or like, dude, you need to bring it this season. You know what I mean? He's and like, he challenge it, accepted. <laughs> yeah. Like he has a totally different kind of sexy from the Duke, but still to me, same same hotness level yeah it's um I, I i really can't put my finger on exactly what the difference is i think you just me. i think you're not as big of a daphne fan which is fair i'm not i'm not much of a daphne fan like i said i, I like if there's one half of the ship that you're like eh, they're so so that's very easy and you're like the other ship you're like oh i love both thing, of them in the book simon wasn't as great as it was in the show so it's like I liked the show well enough, and then when I read the book, I didn't find anything that made me like the characters more. Whereas book two, I like the characters in the book, and I really like them in the show. You know what I mean? Yeah, I really think. What the was only the thing I like about season one is is show Simon. <laughs> That's 
I mean, Show Simon is Show Simon's a lot. I had to rewatch Show Simon. I was like, my two favorite speeches are obviously because I view the talk in front of the Queen, his actual proposal to Daphne, and then I had to watch the the love confession because like they're different love confessions. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? And it's a, I gotta it's a be different honest, story altogether. If, yeah, Anthony had a couple. There were a couple that were really like panty droppers. I really thought there was some like I go think, at I it. Feel like it was like one per episode. Like I yeah, was, it was just like, dude, God, get a grip. Like seriously, <laughs> she's just, like I could tell like that was what Kate was saying. like the look on her face was like, would you calm down? <laughs> like I cannot with you. It was so funny. It's just like he's a lot. He's a light, Kate. You're powerless to resist him. The girl gave it her all, but it was just futile to resist. I you think know? I'd probably like Reggae John more if he were coming back for more seasons. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, the I fact like that the... he just hit it and quit it, I'm just like, I don't know. I feel like I've lost a bit of affection. It is a loss. I was like, am I going to feel the Duke loss this season? And yeah. I did. I think I, I think did it, not. I, did I think not I, in the sense that, like, oh, I wish I could have seen him and Daphne. Like, I want to see them married and doing yeah. the things that Daphne was talking about. Like, that would have been still, nice. Yeah, there's nice. still issues. She's like, it's not perfect. Where there's still issues that, but they figured out how to suss those out and still maintain the love and respect between each other. That would have just been. It would have just been nice to see them as the established right. couple. And then watch the hot mess that was, you know, Kate and, it was, and Anthony. It's kind of nice that we are going to see that with Kate and Anthony. Exactly. I was like, so now as they move, this is why this concept is so cool. And I don't mind at all that every season gets a different, because then you have your, your fan favorite couple, then they shift to the anchor couple and you get to enjoy a new ship. It's like, it's always so, shifting. I think I understand. They've said that they might go a little bit out order i think i might understand what that means simply because i'm reading i'm almost the end of francesca's book which like that's way far so far down the line yeah the kid is not even yeah francesca colin and eloise are literally happening at the time like i'm reading i'm i'm in at the end near the end of of Francesca's book and she just got a letter from her mother saying yeah Colin and Penelope moved up the wedding and now Eloise is getting married too and I'm like this all really happened at the same fucking time so they kind of need to break it up a little bit and maybe well, shift some I stuff think around what they're gonna do is they're really gonna do multiple I think they might do multiple at once and it might span over several seasons that way without each season ending mm. With with a happy ending for that particular couple because it's it's literally all happening at the same time and I don't well, know how to separate that out without changing that story further. You know what I well, mean? Well, I don't know how you Colin in a season because there's a lot of going Oof. on there and they're the big will they won't they of course they're going to but like that well, to and- me with her being Lady Whistledown like that carries a lot of weight. I've mentioned before, I don't really like their book because mm-hmm. even in the book, I didn't feel like it, it, I wasn't sold on their relationship in the book. 
And I'm, I'm definitely like, sold on it in the TV show. If Colin stops being such a dingle hider, well, you know what I mean? Here's this thing. He was a dingle hyper in the, in the books too. Like everybody wants to, I I've seen people try to act like it's worse in the show. And I'm like, it's, it's a little worse in that what he said that Penelope overheard was said to other people. And in the, in the books, it was said to his brothers, but she still mm-hmm. overheard it. And it was still essentially the same thing that he said. Okay. And it's like, and they went from that into their book. Mm-hmm. And there were that's hard. That's they, hard for me. Like, I it's want really to- hard. Well, it's even harder because in the book, at least, I really hope they fix this in the show. But in the book, at least, when it got to their particular story, all of a sudden, like, the happy-go-lucky, charming Colin was, like, this guy that would, like, had a bad temper. Mm-hmm. And he would often, like, lash out say really mean and hurtful things to Penelope like on purpose like why would you do that yeah no I don't love that he wasn't he wasn't the charming gallant guy that I wanted him to be for her yeah you know what I mean what she deserves it's hard for me like what I want to see is some distance from Penelope and Colin next season where it's a where it shifts where he starts pining for her and she's not interested you know what I mean? Like yes. you get a little shift in the power yes. dynamics because he's been such an ingle, such an ignorant pine tree. Yeah. Oh, insane. You know, I, I, it, and the other thing I want to have happen is that actress. I don't want her to lose a single pound. No, I don't either. I want her to to remain because she's gorgeous and, she and if they do this, I, think I know will. he told me in the book that she loses a bunch of weight and then he's interested. And I'm like, no, no, no. That actually, no. It, it was it was actually like she she lost a bunch. of one to book two but they were still book four he still wasn't oh okay all right interesting but they well, did have her lose weight in the book but uh, i i don't see it happening because no a, it hasn't think... happened yet right and b why right it's not the point that's not the know? point yeah okay so back to kate and anthony i think the <laughs> thing i love most is i really think they found this the thread with them that they both are self-sacrificing for their families yes. i think anthony it makes a lot of sense sometimes kate's motives were a little backwards and i i love that edwina calls her on that at the end she's like basically you're just trying to get me give me everything you want which is stupid <laughs> she's like why can't you have this if you want it go ahead and have it i wouldn't have gotten it in your way you know So I think sometimes with Kate, it was a little bit more, I don't know, self-denial where Anthony really thought this is like duty bound and all his crazy, but it was really. I think a lot of what Kate was, was it was, they kind of like barely touched on it. Like Mm -hmm. you saw a little bit in her conversation with Mary that she didn't feel as worthy of mm. the love and the good things as Edwina. Edwina was perfect. Was the perfect daughter and she was the orphan child who glommed mm. on to this family. And they yeah, you know, that she didn't deserve get, what Edwina got. That did get glazed over a little bit. They very much drilled down on Anthony, which I think was great. And I loved all the mother stuff. I loved that they really dug into their relationship and why it was kind of strained. Yes. And I love that they took out, because I know you told me he was afraid that he was going to die. Yes. They, they did. They, and when you, when you, it's one of the things that, like, 
it, it's okay in a book, but when it comes yeah, to a TV like, show, mm-hmm. how are you going to visualize that? Like, how do you visualize that? So silly. I like that they just made it about him never wanting to cause someone that kind of pain and grief. Correct. So, they to how his mother, his mother grieving yeah, hurt him. Right. It's not that he's gonna. He's afraid he's gonna die young. It's just that he's afraid he's gonna. He knows he's gonna die. Yeah. At some point, you know what I mean? And if he goes first, that pretty much leaves his beloved in some just the the most deepest despair that he saw his mother go through. And, and he he so needed to hear his mother say, as mm-hmm. painful as it was, I would do it over again in a heartbeat. Well, because that's the part he doesn't get. He thinks he's doing the loving thing with Kate by, by shielding her from that. Right you know, or whoever his intended wife would be. He thinks he's doing them a service. But in reality, he's, of course, we all know that's not the way marriage works, Anthony. (laughs) I think it was really good, that talk on the bench. And then, of course, after Kate gets hurt, she goes to see him, and they have that talk. That's the conversation. That's the moneymaker. And I think Kate getting hurt, like, that scares Anthony enough that he's vulnerable enough to let his mother in the door. And speaking of Johnny and his amazingness, how he did that scene. Oh. Just, like. Like, you just I love him enough. And I just feel. Oh, emotional. I know. Like, if you didn't love him before. And he didn't, he didn't overplay it. No. He was perfect. It was perfect. It wasn't overplayed. It wasn't underplayed. It was just perfect. You're like, yep, that's totally how a man who doesn't want to show his feels, especially in front of mommy, (laughs) would react. And that everybody thinks he's this uncaring, serious jackass. But as he's going through all the papers, as he's by counting his way through the week, he's that's all he's thinking about is her he's desperately worried he just doesn't show it he just he he's he's trying to stay ahead of his worry by yep. keeping busy by keeping bu- busy which i gotta be honest lots of dudes do this so. yeah. i mean look at how all directed when felicity got shot up you know started beating up people on the street it was not like he was having like was he at the hospital no no we were all mad at him and we were all mad at him because he's the biggest pine tree to ever pine tree this is why, you know? So, but I like, and I know you told me about the beast. Okay. So the beasting thing, I was like a little confused about how the father dies. So I was like, wait, he's beasting. I was like, that seems like, but like, oh yeah. Yeah. I was like, if he's allergic, they don't have like anything to, but they don't, they don't, they don't even understand the whole allergy. Right. They didn't even know people could be allergic to bee stings. He just dies. So it's like, it was extremely traumatic. So that really brought things to the forefront. Because I'm like, what is this thing with the bees everybody keeps talking about? So that part of it, I was good. And I like that Kate had just recently lost her father. So yeah. they're just very evenly matched. Anthony needs a woman. He doesn't need a girl. He's like Jamie, an outlander. You know what I mean? Like Jamie you know is... What's, what's funny. Right. <laughs> You're not wrong. Right. What's funny is I I rewatched through a second time with Kyle going, Mm -hmm. you know, more slowly. Mm -hmm. And he approached the whole thing. The man is not a romance novel reader, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I'm shocked you couldn't even get Kyle to watch. Nick won't watch. He is such because I just was like, we're gonna watch it. (laughs) Yeah, Nick's like, I'm out. (laughs) 
I think like, me, and yeah, I think me um, and Nick watched Vampire Diaries like destroyed him over against and maybe like you, extra you ruined him. Yeah, I'm not doing that again. I wasn't gonna make Kyle watch season one because season one is just it's too much. But season yeah, two, season two, is, he was he was able to really enjoy it. And yeah, but he was like he should just. He thought Edwina was the perfect choice. Like, obviously marrying Edwina. You're not married. Lots of people didn't marry for love back then. I'm like, Kyle. Son. You need to That's not the show. <laughs> yes. Practically, <laughs> Edwina is perfect paper, and anyone would be like, you can marry her. No doubt. Right. <laughs> she is exactly what Anthony's looking for, but she's not what Anthony needs. Correct. That's the point. 110%. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. poor man did not get it. <laughs> Men. Well, okay. So let's get into the Edwina of it all because I, I've seen some grumbling about the love triangle side of it. And I guess it wasn't that way in the book. And then Kate and, and Anthony are forced to get married. Listen, we did the force to get married last season. We can't That's keep doing not, the force to get married. I'm not one, totally upset to give that up. Plus... Uh, it's not just the repetition it made it a little bit easier like when you're reading the book there's a little bit of relief like oh that wasn't so hard this Mm. was a lot harder this was hard to come by but also it was more fulfilling in the sense that they chose each other in the book they weren't able to choose one another to get married Mm. but in the show they had to choose one another well, it's like if you're going to have two characters who are extremely um, stubborn, opinionated, this is how this, and they disagree about everything, this is how this works. It takes a while for them to come to some agreement, which is why that's what he says. Oh, it's so nice. We're finally agreeing on something. You know what I mean? That's what, that's what the kind of like enemies to lovers, they're more enemies to lovers than the Duke and Daphne. Daphne and the Duke oh, were yeah. kind of that more friends to lovers. Definitely more of a marriage of convenience. Yeah, situation. I mean, absolutely that, in order for them to get together, given where our lovely Duke was at the time, they had to be forced into it. But Anthony's literally looking for a wife. So, yeah. it's in, a little... In, in the book, there, there was no teeth. You yeah. know, I love the book. The book is it's a fun story, but there was no teeth because it had her cap set for Anthony. Oh, Anthony okay. barely looked twice at Edwina. Oh, okay. <laughs> it just there wasn't the the stakes were the same. This and, story gave Edwina a lot more of her own agency. It mm-hmm. gave Kate more agency. It gave Anthony more agency. Well, you got an eight episode television show. You got to fill up. Like, what are they going to do with these characters? You can't just sit around and like do nothing while Anthony and Kate swoon at each other. You know what I mean? Like, you have to get the characters a storyline. The the Featheringtons and all that. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, to me, I don't really feel like it was, I think, I think Anthony was fond of Edwina. I think Edwina was fond of Anthony, but they weren't in love. No. And it's not like he was messing around. Like, yeah, they were engaged. But, like, listen, engagement back then was, like, a business deal 99% of the time. So, oh, Anthony yeah. they, and his brain. There was brain, actually literal contracts. Yeah, it was just a contract he was making. He was fulfilling his duty with Edwina. And he didn't want to be married to Kate because he loved her. He didn't want love part of his marriage. It made total sense to me that he would propose to Edwina. 
and be engaged. And then you have this big roadblock where, okay, now he's actually engaged to this girl and is realizing, well, because I'm engaged to her, I'm literally attached to the person I want most in the world forever, which is like, how do I get out of this? You know? And it's like, she tries to argue, well, I'm going to go to India. He's like, well, you're going to, I mean, he's like, well, again, the panty dropper, there is no corner of this earth in which you can hide from me. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, okay, calm down. But like, he, he's like, I'm going to see you on Easter. I'm sure Christmas will pop up and we're going to be banging in the kitchen. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to cheat on my thing. wife, but if I marry your sister, I'm a cheat on I'm totally, my wife. <laughs> I'm totally going to cheat on her. I'm, I'm going to cheat on her within seconds here if you don't leave the room. So it, I liked, I, to me, it was, it was definitely... I liked the love. Tri- I didn't even call it a tri- love triangle. It wasn't even a triangle. a triangle. It was the most lopsided. Like, have you seen one of those triangles where, like, the one peak is, like, really, like, yeah. close to the ground, but then, like, right. the other side is, like, on the other side of the room? Like, it's, right. it's such a shallow triangle. Yeah. <laughs> well, I get I, And I do think our fandom is somewhat traumatized by the sister love triangle, and to me, oh, I was like, this is like I not. Even lo- consider that. I was like, this is not Laurel and Sarah, <laughs> even remotely. And yes, they have their first kiss right after he breaks up with Edwina. But like, listen, guys, this is how it worked. Like, people didn't stay on the market for another six months. It was like, oh, no. this doesn't work out. Let's get together with this person. It was really like, you get married. That's what you do. People oh, got married is- as fast as they were able to back then. Absolutely, and. I mean, look at what happened with, oh, um, oh, what was her name? The chick uh, was pregnant last season. Marina. Marina. Okay, Marina's, <laughs> Marina's boyfriend dies, and who marries her? His her, brother. Yeah. So it's not uncommon where he it was, was like. He was cute, wh- by the way. Right. A sibling <laughs> engagement, right. A sibling engagement doesn't work out, and the person marries the other sibling. That happens all the time back then. Oh, Yeah. I thought that was actually one of the closer Regency, like, historical elements of the show. Let me tell you, when I read Eloise's book, how it was, because I was like, wait, I remember this from season one. Is this, this has got to be the same Marina, right? And I was. I think that's a spoiler. Don't say anymore, because I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Just stop. I don't know what you're saying. So just shush it. No, Push it's not even a spoiler because it's so known. I well, I don't know, and I don't want to know. Don't tell me. I I don't. I know enough. I know like next season is is call is uh is uh. I hope it's Benedict. Benedict. Well, he's my boy. I love. Yeah, him so I think much. it's going to be Benedict. Again, if they do Benedict, that gives Penelope a little time to cool on Colin. Well, and it gives him a good chance to set some stuff up because. And this isn't necessarily a spoiler. Just because Francesca is different. We haven't really gotten to spend a lot of time with Francesca yet. Yeah, I think the actress and was booked on another show. And we need to spend some more time with Francesca. Next season is supposed to be Francesca coming out. Okay. And she meets her husband and they get married. Like, that has to happen next season. It has okay. to happen next season. If the, if the timelines are all going to remotely match up, it has to happen next season. Interesting. Interesting. I like it. I like so, it. I, I'm, I'm excited. Curious. Curious. So, yeah. I, I, yeah, I didn't really, I didn't, again, I didn't mind. I mean, I honestly, Edwina, 
not seeing what was right in front of her even that was believable because she's pretty freaking naive you know what I mean she's the Daphne of this season except she finally figures it out on literally the altar of her wedding so I was a little surprised never I guess I was a little surprised they got down and dirty before official officialness. I'm not because I read a lot of these books. <laughs> <laughs> I was not surprised. Some of the books, they're a little bit more like, uh, you know, they do, but other books, they do not wait. <laughs> and a lot of times it's kind of like a race because. Like, if you get pregnant before the wedding, you need to, like, oh, my gosh, we don't want to have an eight-month baby. Like, I literally read that in Francesca's book. We don't want to have an eight-month baby. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, because, that's like yeah. It, it, People will talk. People will talk. Exactly. But it happened a lot, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. So. I was a little confused because it wasn't as graphic. I mean, it was graphic. But. I'm, did I'm they actually? It was, the way it was. It was hotter. It was super hot, but I was like, "Did they actually have sex, or did he just?" Okay, if there's children in the room, there aren't. There's okay. school. Yeah, <laughs> if there are, just what do you listen to this? Why do you guys listen to us? Don't listen kids? to us. At this well, point, you guys got to know you can't listen to Jen and Callie around children. Like, come on. They um, this already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are we at like 50 episodes 60 episodes okay did he just go down on her or did they actually have sex? They act, well i'm assuming that they did because they did that's all i did said. not see a pantsless anthony no. if any of my eagle-eyed gift set makers want to do me a solid and be like here's the cut he, they did music. not get explicit with that like they did in season one with the duke right but I, they, was very, I, like, I, I am to understand they fell asleep falling asleep generally tends to mean it fell through yeah, I don't know. I'm torn because I'm cool with either. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm a 100% that they did because, like I said, they slept there. If they had just indulged in some hanky panky, then they all yeah. would have righted their clothes and gone back to their respective homes. That's fu- but that's they fair. They both fell asleep. They there. both fell asleep in bliss. Okay, I, I'll, I'll go along with that. The sleeping doesn't typically indicate sex, so. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I love that he goes to try to propose to her after she wakes up. Like, Anthony. Well, he tried to go that morning, and then right. he's like, she's not here. She went out for a ride. And Where then he tries she to run into? Was she going to it? This confused me. I was like, we're on a horse. It's in the rain. Is she, is she going to a train station? Like, what's happening? Or is she just out there for a ride? Didn't she pick up that that's been like the whole season? In fact, that's how they met. She oh, goes she just for goes morning out for rides. rides. Okay. Well, I'm, she was I, okay. I was just a little thrown because I was like, I thought maybe she was going to leave for India, and I was like, but no, that doesn't no, seem like that's the like, direction. She was just doing her usual. I yeah. Just okay. Slept with the. Yeah. Out. I gotta. Now I gotta like get my ride out and all my feels and thoughts. Okay, I'm with you. And then and then Anthony was doing his usual right. See, like they're just perfect for each other. Like, no, he went out looking guys. for her specifically oh, that morning he knew because she would be. They okay. told him because he came to propose to her, and they told him no. She went out for a ride, and he's like, "It's fucking raining outside. I gotta go get her." And yeah, so he he knew exactly where to find her because obviously That's he'd seen her there it. before. Met. Yep, yep. Okay. Well, he cleaned it up 
with the best proposal ever at the end. So that was yeah. good. No, the first, the first, the, the, the second attempted first actual proposal, I was like, bro, put it <laughs> you away. need to tell her you're in love with her. Yeah, put it away, Anthony. Stop with the ring. Nope, put it away. Put it away. Put it away. <laughs> tell her that you basically love her. her reaction. with, I love you and I want to marry you. Well, yeah, he leads with the, I took liberties. I'm like, Okay, yeah. if that's what we're calling it. Um, I'm a gentleman. I love that he's like, I'm a gentleman the whole time, but I'm like, Anthony, you are a slut. <laughs> <laughs> you are a hoe, my boy. You are never a gentleman. You are a man whore. That is what you are. Just like the Duke, you're a rake. Just own it, boys. Stop with this. I like that the Duke was like, I'm not a gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony's like, tries to play it off a little bit, but when first season, Duke's like, nah, that ain't my thing. <laughs> oh, boys. Okay, yeah, so alright, what else about Anthony and Kate? I just really, really loved It was just really good. Two. Okay, hair. Hair was great. Colors, great. I think we talked a little bit about that last week, because I loved all the pink and purple. Um, what was the other thing? I was really excited about Edwina and the Prince when the Queen was like, he's available. I'm super down with an Edwina Prince storyline next year. I don't know if we're going to get one because I don't know if she's been asked back. Okay. She said she hadn't been yet. Bummer. But. I feel like Edwina has a little bit more loose ends that we need to tie up more than like. Well, see, we have to tie up the loose end with the prince, and we have to tie up the loose end with with Edwina, so that works out perfectly. Eh, we might, we might not. They might just say it happened off screen. Okay, I love that. Uh, after they get married, that Kate and and Anthony are like super handsy in front of the whole family. I know. I'm looking forward to them in future seasons. Like, it's going to be beautiful. He's going to grab her ass whenever the hell he wants. I'm a Viscount. Do something about it. You know what I mean? Like, it's totally... So, wait. Do they live at the country home and then mom is going to be at both. the city home? They no, do both? No. The both, both city and country home are theirs. Mom okay. moves out and gets another house in London. Okay. Okay. At least that's how it happened in the books. Okay, I was curious. Like, does mom still live with them? That's a little weird. Both of them are their house now. So yeah, because like, how do you run? A, how do you be the lady of the house when the other lady of the house is still there? <laughs> I was like, this could lead to some. And just given how strongly opinionated Kate is, I was like, like I don't know if she's going to care about floral arrangements no, to the level that the, Daphne does. The, but the guy who inherits the title gets married. Like the mom has no power here. <laughs> Right. Well, like, that's the way it works with queens. Like, you either pop out the sun or you're screwed. You lose all your power. Like, Mary on rain when Francis died. Oh, I am no longer the queen of of the queen of France and walks behind his freaking coffin. That show was freaking brutal with Frary. It just still, it hurts my heart. Did you ever watch that? Terrible, but yet awesome show. I watched parts of it, but it was, in fact terrible it's terrible the only good part about it less with the awesome more with the terrible it's more (laughs) like first season frary's great second season or third fairy season frary like you just gotta skip skip season two because they're both pretty terrible so yeah yeah i i don't know not my bag baby now i wanted your your take some people have said and i was i was a little bit clueless to this i admit 
have said that they read Benedict as being potentially gay or at least by curious. And I was surprised because I was like, I never thought that. Like, what did I miss? I mean, obvious to other people? Of the two of us, I feel like I am the more clueless member of this partnership. So if you didn't notice it, I sure as heck didn't okay. notice that. Because I, I feel like I and 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 some people I, I like tweeted a thing. I'm like, did I miss something? Because well, I'm, I know I'm... what they're talking about. Like when you say it, I know what they're talking about. Like they're talking about they had the painter in season one, and he right. was gay. He's married, but he's in love with someone else, and they had an arrangement right. where it's you know that works for him, but he still has to be secret. And he's telling Anthony or he's telling Benedict all of this, and Benedict doesn't really say much. He just listens, you know. Well, and he didn't. He didn't like shun him be like how dare you that's disgusting and run away and i thought right. oh that's really cool of benedict to be so accepting and people are like no this means he's gay and i'm like mm. <laughs> no i think i'm with you i think i think my impression of it well i mean i was a little curious if they were going to go that route i was like yeah. um I was like, because they could. I, I oh, definitely yeah. think no, that really. sets it up because he's tolerant. Well, does tolerant mean that you're curious or does tolerant just mean you're an accepting person? Or like, what does that mean? Right. So I, I think they, if they wanted to go that route, the time to do that would be this season. And they seem to kind of put an exclamation point on it that he sleeps with women. Yeah. Well, he slept with women in, in the first one. Yeah, it just felt more pointed this season. It did. It did feel a bit, especially pointed. when he was away at the at the art school. Like I feel like if, if they were going to show him with guys, right, they would have done. This is all it about then. artists being free yeah. and exploring life. Like it's a perfect setting in which if 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 Benedict is going to sleep and experiment with a man, uh, this would this would be this would be where I would do I it. I actually read like the the scene from the season one where he's talking with Henry Granville, the artist, mm-hmm. and he's saying, you know, you don't always get to choose who you fall in love with. I actually, at that point, when I rewatched season one, I had read his book. And you already know, it's not a spoiler to say. Yeah. That there's Cinderella in, in season, in his season. Which I'm so down with. And because <laughs> the woman is, is basically, she's a servant. Okay. And what I read was Benedict getting that notion in his head that you can fall in love with somebody who is not appropriate for you. Okay. I like that. And I, yeah, I think that's probably with the whole poetry scene with him and, and Anthony <laughs> from this season where he talked about like appreciating a woman and being inspired by her. Mm-hmm. That also reminded me of his story with Sophie. So I'm with you. I think, I think I understand why people might've read that. Yeah, I get it now. Differently. <laughs> But did I think the show was gonna? I thought there was like I was like eighty twenty on it. Yeah, eighty percent they're gonna probably keep him hetero. Twenty percent they could do. And then as I was watching this season, I was like, oh yeah, this isn't happening. So I was, I was, I am, I was cognitively aware that the scene could be read that way. 
I personally did not read it as this is the direction the show was going. Yeah. But did I recognize that's a possibility for sure? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and yeah, it's, it's, I just can't believe it. I think I you didn't. read the books and so you know what's going to happen and you know he doesn't, maybe, you know what I mean? And maybe that's exactly And it. you're the like, well, that didn't really enter. Right. And you're thinking about Sophie when they're setting this up, whereas other people who didn't read the books were like, well, maybe they're setting up with him with the dude. Like, it, it really great could apply point. to either scenario. Absolutely. So, great point. That and was, I think it's fine. Like, if people want to read that into oh, yeah. Benedict, that's fine. I just I, don't want to see people get disappointed because I know well, so many yeah. shows disappoint people with that nonsense i appreciate that the show came out and said no we're not doing that because at least they're not going to be doing this bs queer baiting stuff that i don't all know the other some people do. think they are i don't know um i don't know the 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 writer had had an article i read it and he was like i think he was pretty clear he's like yeah, we're not doing I, that I, direction I think they were trying to say it gently yeah maybe it's like a little too gently um yeah i've seen some people <laughs> speculate about Eloise as well okay I I didn't get that from Eloise I don't I so here's yeah uh, Eloise and me in this season Eloise is is a struggle for me I don't like her that much you guys I really don't I liked her a lot more in season one than I did I loved her in season one this season kind of soured me on her quite a bit I found her um, a little immature and a little insufferable. Like, do we have to every single time we're in front of a male species pontificate about how much she doesn't want to do this? I get it. I get it. I'm with you, Eloise. But this is the way the society is structured. And it's going to take more than a couple cotillions for you to, like, change well, it's things. it's going to take more than snarking about women right. being sold into slavery. Right. To, to change anything. a wealthy white woman. Okay. Like, again, there was a she, lot She of- struck me as kind of like the poster child of white feminism yeah. this season. Privileged and- white feminism. And I was just like, she complained- well, a lot. the way that she would bitch about anybody who would want to get married or the way yeah. she bitched about Lady Whistledown and society gossip. And it was like, so the only feminism she recognizes is her kind. Whatever she deems it to be. And what other people, other women's choices for themselves are not okay. Are, like, are, if, if you're if they don't align with right. her choices, then they're, they're not, femi- you know, it, it, always pissed me off in season one that she looked at Daphne as some pathetic insipid desperate and I'm like listen just because Daphne um buys into the system and that she wants to be an active participant in it and she wants to find a husband and she wants to have babies doesn't make her stupid it doesn't make her weak in season one when Eloise finally like yelled back at her she's like listen I want to do this I want to get married yeah I think Eloise what Eloise was challenging Daphne on that was good was this facade like she's like you cannot be perfect it's fine but what bothered me about season two and Eloise was this whole concept of like okay now Lady Whistledown isn't cool you know what I mean yeah now and and I think Penelope is right in the sense that Eloise does a lot of talking and, and not a lot of listening. 
Not a lot of listening. I mean, when you think about it from Penelope's standpoint, Penelope lost her father. Yep. Her family's nearly destitute. Yep. Her her she lives with a crazy mother. She yep. she is essentially, you know, her only way of survival potentially. She doesn't have the Bridgerton money. She doesn't have Bridgerton brothers watching out for her. So she maybe Penelope wants to get married and have babies. You know, it's like and I it's like she doesn't really ever hear Penelope when Penelope's talking, which when you're Penelope, you can understand why Penelope became Lady Wilsonown. Even her best friend doesn't see her. Well, and that, that I found to be so sad mm-hmm. because Penelope, particularly at the end of season two, has so few people on her side. Like, yeah, she she's really alone. Colin. She doesn't have Eloise. Mm-hmm. She doesn't Some have of it due to her own mechanisms of self-destruction. But to me, what it felt like with Eloise and Penelope in season two is that, you know, it what was what what happens a lot, especially with women, and as you get older, that the friendship that you had in childhood maybe doesn't transfer to adulthood. Yeah. That you become two different people. I was almost feeling like frenemy with the two of them at points. And, and I, I think they could go that way in season three. And they three. could go that way in season three. And I think Penelope in season two and in season one is really chasing after Eloise's approval. Yeah. And again, season three, she doesn't need it. I, think- I thought when Eloise threw the insipid wallflower comment back. Yeah, Penelope, I was like, well, that's that why Penelope was so mean. Well, give me a break, Eloise. If you had thought, you thought this chick was great before and you wished you were doing it. Then you found out that it's Penelope and all of a sudden we've got a problem with Lady Whistledown. She did not have a problem with Lady Whistledown. Well, she's, until- she's so mad at, at how Lady Whistledown outed her thing with Theo when she did that to fucking save Eloise from the queen. Right. And And Eloise doesn't want to be part of good society. So why does she care what good society thinks? Right. And then she like throws in the shit about Marina. Like, did you want Colin to be scammed by Marina and to marry, you know, like, right. I'm sorry. I thought I was helping, you know, (laughs) anything Lady Whistledown has done for the Bridgertons to me is either just reporting what everybody already knows. I think or, she's, at least in the books, they always portray her her relationship to the Bridgertons is very much fluff pieces. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I just was kind of like, the rage, I feel, was, I think it's good that Eloise found out. Yeah. I, I don't think you can keep selling this. <laughs> right. I don't think you can keep, keep selling that Eloise is super smart and that I not notice that Lady Wilson is her best friend. Correct. It's a little bit like the Laurel Lance. Oh, she's this brilliant attorney and can't figure out that Oliver is the Green Arrow. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right, sure she is. Um, so I'm glad that they just ripped the Band-Aid off of that sucker and went for it. And I think with Penelope, her response to Eloise, I think, she, like you said, you made the. she was trying to protect them. She was trying to do, you know, yes, she created the scandal sheet, but the Bridgertons left to their own devices are messy. <laughs> so it's not, it's not really, Penelope didn't instigate any of the drama. The drama was instigated through their own actions. Right. And she tried to mitigate some of that. Well, with- here's the thing. Eloise would like to sit there and act like 
if nothing else, if Lady Whistledown hadn't said anything, that she would have been able to go on seeing Theo and nobody was ever going to notice. Yeah. Which is nonsense. Again, Eloise is not living in reality, which is pretty much what Theo says to her. He's like, you can prance down here whenever you want and nothing's going to happen to you. But me, I'm screwed if something does happen between us. Like, it's not, he doesn't have the money to back up, you know, the fallout that she does, you know? And what's ha- what happens to Eloise? Essentially, I, it all gets smoothed over because she's a Bridgerton. So she's got the name, she's got the power, she's got, she's got the money. These are all, and Eloise's problem is Eloise thinks she's the same as everybody else. She thinks she's the same as the poor women at, you know, who were demanding equal treatment at the, whatever rally she oh, went yeah. to. Oh, yeah, she thought they were all on the same level. We're all the same field. level. And I'm like, girl. So she really is a character who does not recognize that she lives a very privileged life. And she complains a lot about her privileges. So I just was, and she's very uh, insensitive to people around her. You know, she really wasn't concerning herself with Anthony. She really didn't have anything to say. She doesn't have anything nice to say to anyone all season. It was just aggravating. I got really Except irritated. Except maybe Benedict. But. Except maybe Benedict. I got really irritated with her when Kate Sharma was sitting out there when she has, she's drinking her tea. And Eloise walks out there and she just sits down and doesn't say a word to her. And then the, the only thing that she wants to talk to her about is, oh, well, you're old and not married. So is that working out for you? Like, Eloise is, like, totally obsessed with this concept of, like, of marriage and avoiding it, which I get it. It's important to her. But, like, maybe you should ask Kate, like, you know, what interests you? Do you have interests? You know what I mean? Like, what do you like to do? I, I just felt like it was a really kind of insensitive question. I don't know. I think by that point, she was a bit of a bull in the china closet. Yeah, I just feel like by that point, she was bugging me so much. There's probably nothing she could say that wasn't going to irritate me. But (laughs) but here we are. Here we are. (laughs) She has a lot of of growing up to do before her own story. Her own story. If they even remotely go the same direction as they went in the books. I mean, remotely the same direction. That girl needs to like have her head slapped and put back on straight okay. next season because she needs it because i can't to me, see it. i to can't me, see it i can see colin and penelope at this point easier than i could see that to me eloise is the anthony of this season like she's the <laughs> biggest fucking pine tree does everybody like take turns being yeah anthony? i was like okay we're shifting <laughs> anthony can't i mean anthony was a pine tree this season but like an irrit like and who's irritating me of the bridgertons <laughs> Eloise. And last season was Anthony. I was like, yeah. such a pain in the ass. Yeah. Now I'm like, oh, she's such a pain in the ass. I'm like, oh, God. So no, I mean, it's if I didn't care about Eloise, I wouldn't get frustrated with her like I do. You know what I mean? I, I want to see her succeed. Right. And I want her <laughs> to live a happy life. I just want her to stop dumping on everybody. And I'd yeah. like her to learn how to listen. And what's frustrating to me is when she finds out, when she finally puts it together that Penelope is Lady Whistledown, it's because it's probably the first time she has really listened to Penelope in a year. Say it louder, queen. I'm like, oh, (laughs) so you finally paid attention to the words coming out of your best friend's mouth before you start complaining about your own life. 
And that's not Penelope. Penelope is a good friend and she is a good listener. Yeah, she did something shady with Marina. Yeah, she did something shady with Eloise, but her intentions behind it were but that not. that wasn't enough reason to, like, burn their friendship to the ground. No, like, calm down crazy is really where I was at. Eloise just mad that Penelope didn't tell her that, that she didn't know. She didn't figure it out. You know what I mean? But she's been running around trying to. In she what felt way stupid. Eloise made it a safe space for Penelope to open up about that. Right. If if Penelope wasn't absolutely terrified, she'd lose Eloise as a friend. You know. And again, it's Penelope's identity. It's Penelope's secret. Penelope gets to decide who she tells. Like, I'm, she I'm, 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 I'm as glad I am as this is to be such a big story in the mm-hmm. show I'm also a little glad it wasn't a story in the books like the books are so much like calmer and <laughs> straightforward <laughs> than the show is the show is so much messier but like yeah. the show is so much fun to watch like yeah. I love both for being what they are yeah like you really get the straight romance in the books it seems like but in the show it's like you get all the messy drama oh so much fucking messy drama and it's so much fun like even kyle like loved when eloise figured out that she was lady with it was such a great kyle it was so great like okay like (laughs) like if you're really gonna talk about somebody who's got a beat who could have a legitimate beef Here's the thing. Everything <laughs> Lady Whistledown has done to the Bridgertons has ultimately led them to their happy ending. Right. <laughs> like, with the Duke and Daphne... If we're gonna be honest. Right. The Duke and Daphne would have not gotten together if not for Lady Whistledown. That's just facts, man. So, and one can even make an argument. I think I think Lady Whistledown was way more revu- um, removed from Kate and Anthony. They were pretty great at making their own disasters <laughs> with they no assistance whatsoever from Lady Whistledown. Lady Whistledown was just like, I'm just reporting the news. She was like CNN for like Kate and Anthony. It's like, this isn't anything anybody doesn't know. <laughs> They're messy. You know it. I know it. I'm just putting it down on paper. That's really it. Yeah, I'm but- gonna need to see like in season three, in addition to wanting to see benedict's story because honestly i love benedict i loved him in season one i loved him even more in season two like he, he was really amazing. a cinnamon roll and <laughs> i adore that man like you don't even know and but, the best looking bridgerton brother oh by far fucking down like his <laughs> girl's gotta be flaming hot like i don't i i don't care <laughs> like just some and not that any of the women are not smoke shows oh, they're but, like all, i'm yeah I'm like, just find me whoever is the most beautiful don't, human don't being on the planet. And Daphne, give us no, but like actually hot. Oh, I think. Well, again, no, no. you know, it's like you don't think Daphne's hot. No, I think she's pretty. She's do pretty, I feel but like she's not hot. Do I feel like she's the most beautiful of no. beautiful women? No, I think a lot Halloween of it for me prettier than than Daphne. Here's the deal: it's the bangs. It might be the bangs. It's no, the I bangs think it's in Daphne. season one. Here's the thing. <laughs> I have a problem with Daphne. And it's just you she's do. so unoffensive that I find that <laughs> She's offensive. so perfect that you, you're like Eloise. She's so perfect. It's irritating. <laughs> no, but I do think Eloise is more attractive than Daphne. Ooh, tough call for me. I think there's because, a Because, I don't know, she looks more interesting. Like, Daphne looks like 
mayonnaise to me. Like, <laughs> there's, there's nothing there. She's got no curves. She's got, like, her face, no color, no nothing. Like, her, she was I washed out. She was better. I well, I think she didn't get as many fancy dresses, which was sad. But I think her wigs were a million times better. And maybe they put a little more blush on her so she didn't, so she didn't look so pale. <laughs> Like, the actress today, it was kind of like the beauty standards of today were applied to the casting. Where maybe, like, is she truly representative of, like, what the beauty standards were back then? I don't know. I don't know. For me, the only thing that was really bugging me all season about Daphne's looks were those damn bangs. And they took care of it this season. So, I thought she looked really good. So, you were quite happy. (laughs) I was quite happy. And I don't know. I can't pick between Eloise and Daphne because they're just different. They're different. It's they different, different kinds of pretty. I it's just so hard. The, 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 the small glances we've had at Francesca, I think she's very pretty. Possibly the prettiest of the Bridgerton mm. women. But we see her so fucking rarely. The problem that happened in season two was they didn't lock the actress down. They yeah, had that the was first dumb. two episodes. Yeah, and then she had another commitment. Yeah, like how difficult it is. Get the contract out. Um, what I really need from Benedict and his wife is for them to be the prom king and queen of the Bridgertons. That's pretty much what I'm looking for. <laughs> now, I, I, there's a lot of people who get very salty with Benedict because of his book. They don't like some of the I feel insinuations like we don't really that are made, but like, no Benedict. It's one of those things where, like, the Regency times, like, a gentleman couldn't just marry a servant and, like, no. nobody would care. I know that these Regency, like, you know, societal concerns, but, like, that's what the show's built around. It's those societal concerns that create you all the You have to work within that framework. Right. So, if you, again, it's like, it's, it's like me for bit- an interesting story. I thought. It's like me bitching about Breaking Bad being in- about drug dealing. Well, either you're going to get on board with the drug dealing or you're <laughs> not going to watch the show. So, <laughs> Bridgerton is a lot about fitting into societal norms and not having sex until you get married. And then if you do have sex before you get married, you have to marry each other. Yes. Like, that's how that works. <laughs> That's just how it is. This is just the show, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you want to people see people what who do not have to get married after they have sex, go watch any other television show in this country. Correct. Literally anyone. Pick one. It's not like the options aren't there. <laughs> but you have to accept it for what it is. Like, do I get bent out of shape that Darcy and, and Mr. Darcy and Elizabeth don't have sex in the movie? I don't because, because that's not gonna happen. It just it didn't it didn't wasn't right for their story. Okay, so can we talk about the water scene with Anthony? Mm. Because remember when everybody's telling us we have to watch the Pride and Prejudice with the water scene with the TV show yeah. with Colin Firth yeah. or whatever, and I I've seen it. I was like, this is not remotely sexy. <laughs> I didn't find it sexy, but he looks like a drowned rat. Um, and like so in an interview they were asking the creator, so Anthony in the lake, was that like your Mr. Darcy getting out of the one hundred percent, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, Absolutely. And I was like, That was sexy. It was because Anthony he had in a wet shirt getting out. Face. The shirt was see-through. The shirt was see-through. You could see everything. That's what I was looking for. So, yeah. 
It like raised you the bar. You convinced me with the Darcy thing being sick. Yeah, I can't, guys. I, I respect that some people find it to be thus. I am not one of those people. It's again, <laughs> I will die on my movie Darcy Hill. Matthew McFadden the, with McFadden in the rain. Darcy in the rain. Walking in the field with an open shirt, the yep. hand, the yep. hand, the hand, the hand was all the hand, all the hand, the hand. was also a Pride and Prejudice knot. Mm-hmm. Like the I fingers could not love the, the season mm-hmm. more because of, of the hands. Also, okay, we gotta talk about Anthony sniffing. Oh man, yeah, there was a thing. The man was feral. <laughs> feral. Release him into the wild. He is an animal. What? The way he look at her. I was like, are you gonna like attack her? Which he did. So okay, but you gotta tell me which one leaves. Okay, what is he talking about when he was talking about her with her on the balcony? What's was that the first episode where they were arguing? When okay, remember when she overheard him talking to yes. the men? Yes. That was that the was parents. it. Okay. Yes. That's when he smelled all the lilies and it's been driving. And him that insane. was in the book. He smelled okay. lilies and sensible soap was her scent. And he was mm. like I'm fucking addicted to it. And so yeah. Johnny, bless his goddamn heart, was like, okay, I need I'm just to gonna smell, smell her. her every chance I get. And all the time. It was yeah. like, don't you love when she walks past somebody? Like, oh my god, I love lady, that moment. So lady much. Danbury is like, calm yourself, my son. It was just so great. I just love, like, he's looked like he'd been smacked in the face with a bat. He's there <laughs> smelling, and then he opens his eyes, and Lady Danbury's like, ah, you fucking like, sexer. Like, you got to get a grip, dude. <laughs> That was so good. I love I mean, that moment. I just love that all the women's reactions, including Kate's, when Anthony's like on his feral prowlness, I'm going to jump Kate Sharma's like, you have got to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, get a grip. Contain yourself. <laughs> good Lord. Oh my God. When he's like, do you know how many ways a woman can be seduced? It was like, stop. Oh, and I love and how he's like, like, what was it? It was like, the things I could teach you. I'm like, you- seriously you're gonna have to calm down <laughs> she's not and then he's like but i'm a gentleman i'm like no nope. say this shit to people that aren't your wife like what are you on right now <laughs> like i know your great love was the prostitute last season but like things are a little different <laughs> but that's another thing that johnny bailey really got great because he was like i was got, wanted to present anthony as kind of like his animalistic yeah, he was out of like control, animalistic. And I'm like, you did it, sir. Because well, because you have to. Dif- well, again, you have to differentiate between his relationship in season one and his relationship in season two, and why Kate, because he was in love in season one, which is what triggered his whole "I'm not." But he never envisioned himself marrying her. You know what I no. mean? Yeah. So I think this, again, it was very, it needed to be more with Kate. I, you know, he had, he was very, there was a lot of attraction in season one with this. I can't remember her name, a season one girlfriend, but. Sienna. That's it. So Sienna. Yeah. So I, I think that they, they met the challenge and exceeded it. A plus plus, sir. So I am really, really glad. You told me about the boob sucking thing, like with the venom. <laughs> when you told me that, looks so silly. On I was like, show. please do not include that show. And I will give Shonda Rhimes credit. That woman, 
she's a little bit like uh it's a little bit like early on vampire diaries where they read source material and they're able to pluck out the real gems of the source material and then fix the other stuff that's just silly that just is not going to work in a tv show they did such a good job because they made that scene amazing Mm -hmm. without it being ridiculous yeah i was a little like I didn't love, this is, that was the only scene I didn't love Johnny's acting in. I thought the breathing was a little too, I was like, is he trying to have, I was like, he's probably having a panic attack. That's how I read it was panic yeah, attack. Yeah, but it was a little much. You know what I mean? Like, I, I get that he was trying to probably show panic attack, but it's fine. Kate fixed it. <laughs> she was her, it's just a bee. I was like, okay. To me, it's just a bee was like Kate Sharma swoon worthy top level. <laughs> she was I was like, really girl, good. you could, I was like, that was hot. So, <laughs> 100%. Okay, so we got to talk about the other thing that everyone's talking about. Did you watch the Oscars? <laughs> I am not going to say a fucking word. You can't make me. <laughs> I don't care. Like I don't. I don't even know what to say. I. I, I, I think let's just acknowledge it happened. Either. Let's just acknowledge it happened. Yeah. No. And I. I honestly. Here's the thing. I saw. And we have no words. I have. Um. Who was it that said? Oh. Was it Daniel Radcliffe? It yes. Was. Oh, he's so bored with everybody's opinions that he doesn't need to add to it. Yes. Well and I was said, like, Radcliffe. Yes, sir. That is exactly. Yes, that's so is we'll me. just mark it as that. We're in that boat. That's the because, boat we're in. Listen, when I I saw it, I I had thoughts and I was on Twitter and I tweeted those thoughts. But <laughs> if I were to go back now, I would not say those thoughts because I even knew at the time I was like, this is gonna be a thing. Absolutely gross. And I'm yeah. I'm already sick thinking about what people are going to say about I it. I just have so much secondhand embarrassment for all involved. It's just, oh, it's oh just, God. It was just, it was just unbearable. I didn't watch the Oscars. I didn't, I didn't even hear about it till the next day. So I watched because I honestly wasn't that keen to watch, but like Kyle's a creature of habit. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I had to watch it because he was watching it. And so it was on and I was just like, I saw that happen and I was like, Okay. That's a thing that, that just, happened. Like, that, that that's a thing that just happened. Yeah, and it was wild watching it kind of unfold live and on social media. Just like, was that actually real? I mean, I actually thought it was a joke. Yeah, a lot of people did. Like, I was like, this is, really thought and it was, it was weird real. even as a joke. I was like, this is weird as a joke. I don't get it. And then I was like, oh, it's legit. Oh, that's a thing that happened. That's a thing that happened. <laughs> so, I don't know, guys. Y'all can figure it out. Let us know. Yeah. I, 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 figure I don't it out. say this should happen just, to this person. This no. I, no. I, I don't I, know. It's like, much, it's like, it's like, it's like, this is the thing that happened, and it's a mess, and I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, I was redoing my Bridgerton and then I was finishing up. What did I finish up? I finished up the cleaning lady. I really need them to get a season, another season two. I'm finishing up. I'm waiting for um, the dropout to finish up. The HBO documentary is better. Just watch the HBO documentary. And I started watching the Hulu with, oh, what's her name? The Plainville, the girl from Plainville. Uh-huh. 
That's that's another one that's had like a lot of like documentaries. This is the girl who like Yeah, I I, I might give that a watch. We watched the documentary. It's good. That it's was on good. HBO. So. Yeah. I think my general takeaway after watching the documentary and then watching the show is these were two really sick kids and it it was uh and I I don't know if she's a sociopath or not. She might be. I haven't quite determine that there's a lot of on the tv show that i can't tell if it's real because it wasn't mentioned in the documentary so i can't tell if they're embellishing or not but if they're not she might be a sociopath <laughs> <laughs> so. um, we finished watching our flag means death and it was absolutely fantastic great show it's one of those shows that just got better each episode so glad i watched it if you want silly campy but also, like, somehow meaningful, like, pirate nonsense. <laughs> Go watch Our Five Means Death. It's so good. Um, what else did we watch? Oh, we started the the Hillsong documentary last night. I saw you tweeting about that. And, and that's on Discovery? It's, it's upsetting. Yes, it's on Discovery. It's upsetting. Well, because you do just, get upset by organized religion, so... Well, it's not even just that. It's the megachurch. Like, production... Not oh, like money? Is there money? Oh, it's... I I, we money. haven't even gotten to the scandal. Like, they've told us scandal is coming. But just what they've shown us so far, the... Just... It's, it's just gross. It makes... It turns my stomach because it's so far away from what I believe church should be about it's just all about glory and fame and money mm. and it's 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 not at all the principles of christ it's, one would it's know. absolutely disgusting as we're talking about jesus and he was like hey Kinda it's not about money <laughs> which is pretty much a major theme with him <laughs> throughout the gospels <laughs> yikes like they had a vip section oh no. they're, 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 really for no. like celebrities and wealthy people so that oh, they could that's gross they wouldn't have to sit with the unwashed you know oh this and is literally like, like yeah this is like jesus t- like literally he lost his shiznit in the temple yeah. once because they were pulling that crap so yeah so it's 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 that gross and they wow. don't they, it's just that's like, depressed yeah. that's depressing yeah i'm it's sorry true. people i hope people know that not all churches are like that though that's the sad thing it's like it really does give all Christian churches a bad name, which a lot of them are extremely welcoming and not about that stuff that actually like maintain the message of the Lord. But that's a I, just, I don't I don't think a church can be that big and that produced and maintain any authenticity. Well I don't see I don't see the difference between them and Scientology. No, exactly. Because they, they do the same thing in Scientology. Culty, you know? Yeah, just... they do the same thing in Scientology. So, like, that's not great. No, it's, it's horrible. I would not pattern <laughs> anything after Scientology. I don't, well, Christian and also what I don't churches. like, I don't like how they prey on people who are lost. Like, they, they there's people who are looking for meaning in life, and they're like, well, listen, can... we're gonna, they talk in the documentary about how we're gonna make this music and use particular chord progressions with the express purpose of appealing to people's emotions and bring them in and suck out their money. Basically. Yeah. I mean, you can, for people who are, are people who are lost can find themselves with God. I firmly believe that. Oh yeah. But you need to find the right 
avenue in the right church and And yeah these people yeah this wasn't it this wasn't it but again this is what happens it's like then it sours people on a relationship with god and you're like okay great so really to me that's the that's the devil working you know oh man really they're just over time over time Okay, well, that's exciting. Look at us. We've got all the way to boob sucking of venom to Jesus. It's the full service. Yes, we <laughs> get all the, all the signposts. No, but seriously, if you haven't watched Bridgerton yet, you gotta go watch Bridgerton. It's, it's just so a good, good watch. It's a wealth of riches. If you like any kind of romance, it's such a good. I'm just so happy right now because I've rewatched Bridgerton season one so many times. I'm just so happy I have another season to rewatch so many times. New content. Mm, we'll get into so the much. Featheringtons and Lady Featherington next week. Honestly, I was like so shifty on the whole thing, and then it brought it all home. I know. I think we gotta get we gotta get some time to the Featheringtons because they were they were a big part of the season. So they I think we, and we, we'll I do a separate. Them. A lot of people complained that too much was spent. Nah, I was fine with it. Guys, we got an eight out. Again, I say eight hours of television to fill up and there's no Reggie Jean. This is what I'm saying. And half the Bridgerton children are underage. (laughs) (laughs) Other characters need a storyline. It's fine. Like there's going to be seasons upon seasons upon seasons of this. I know. It's not a a crazy head situation kate and anthony i know i'm really excited i'm really excited so saying like oh we didn't get as much time with them as we we're gonna get more time listen you're gonna see plenty here's the other thing reggie jean needs to do a george clooney and show up at some point he has to at this point it it's gonna look like i get it you don't want to do season two but get your ass to a wedding it'll take 15 minutes to shoot you you need to show up sir put the suit on (laughs) Show up with the four babies, and I'll go see your movies. <laughs> That's how Just it goes. Do this one favor. Do this solid, and you will get money from me for the rest of my life. Yeah. It's really that easy. We're I'm easy. Not... We're easy this We really are. Like, I do not feel our requests are out of line at no. all. No, we are completely reasonable. We're totally reasonable television watchers who just demand to have what we want when we want it. Exactly. I mean, I understand why that's the problem. (laughs) There's no problem. What are they reasonable? We're delightful. (laughs) All right. Till next week, guys. Till next week. Bye. Bye. this week be sure to listen next week subscribe to watch over on itunes or google play and look us up on twitter and tumblr bye Bye.